0: Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio on January 24th, 2023. And thanks so much for being with us today, or perhaps on the archives. We archive everything over at ace-ed.org, ace-ed.org. That's the home website of our American Consortium. For Equity in Education, and please go over there. You'll see our – we consider a wonderful magazine it's called Equity and Access. It's an online journal. You'll see the cover. Just click through and enjoy it. If you want to subscribe, you can do over there, and it's free, by the way. So you, we'll just send you the link when it comes out. We're working on a new issue right now. All right, so uh, please – Go over there, check it out, dot edorg You can see all the other stuff we do over there. Of course, we archive every podcast. Again, ace-ed.org. We have uh, SEL Today, Teacher Retention, all that sort of stuff that really matters these days, and we're really working hard for equity in education. If you're interested in that, ace-ed.org. Today's show is very interesting. We've got Brent Hartzell here. Brent is the Director of Professional Learning and, and, and Director of Solutions, I might add, and Professional Learning over at Learning Ally or good friends at learningally.org. And the title of the show, which is very interesting, is How Brain-Based Literacy and Professional Learning Can Be the Solution to Teacher Effectiveness and Also Teacher Retention. And we're going to try, you know, with all that brain-based literacy, help with the literacy crisis. Kids are happy. Kids are learning. Teachers are happy. They stay. So we've got Brent here. So I'll say good morning to Brent Hartzell. It's Larry Jacobs here. Call me Larry, Brent. Hey, good morning, Larry. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be well, here. My, it's, uh, it's quite well, a topic, so I'm excited about it. <laughs> it's a long topic, and we're going to cover a lot. It and is. Where <laughs> are you today? Are, are you? I, I think uh, I'm, I'm seeing a Michigan area code. Are you in Michigan? Where are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Live in Michigan, born and raised in Michigan. So uh, excited to
1: join you from uh, from Michigan.
0: I'm Michigander. What part of Michigan? It's a big state. Yeah, it is a big state. Uh, we live uh, in, in St. Joseph, Michigan. So we're we're oh, about uh, forty-five there.
1: minutes uh, north of the border. Yeah, yeah it's a great little yeah. uh, little beach community when it's warm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, funny you should say that. I live in Maine. Okay, and we had about 15 right. inches of snow yesterday, so uh, believe me, okay. I, know I, I, I know winter weather, okay, and uh, Michiganders yeah. Yeah. is tough, and so are we Mainers, I guess, all right, so it's great to have you here, Brent, That's thanks right. for being here. Oh, okay. Glad
1: to be here, glad to be here.
0: Oh, Great, okay, and we're going to have a good time here. Teachers are great. We love teachers here. You guys love teachers here, and we're losing them. Okay, in numbers now that (laughs) seems to be decreasing just a little bit. But it's pressure on teachers, and the other challenge is that there aren't a lot of teachers in the pipeline. The education schools are hurting right now, which means it's not so much teacher recruiting, as opposed to I have to make a say when I say teacher recruiting. I'm talking about professionally trained teachers, not warm bodies okay, that stay That's right. for here and leave. We need real teachers, okay, that are trained to do this, okay? And what's important about this is if we lose a teacher, we have trouble re- replacing them. So that challenge becomes teacher retention, all right? That's and right. It, look, As you look at this, and you're calling on schools all the time and all that, what what do you see as the reasons for that? And, you know, we've gone over it a lot of times, but just from your point of view, Brett, what do you see? Why? Why are they leaving yeah, such numbers? these days? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a it's a good
1: it's a good it's a good question and, and I, uh, thank you. you. know, certainly no no uh, expert in teacher attention, but I've spent my, my career a better part of my career. In, Actually, in you are and whether and you the, know it or
0: not. You are because whether I, I know it or not, I'll tell you the anecdotal information that you and others like you who see when you call on schools and visit school districts okay, is is extremely important. You have eyes, you have ears, you know what's going on. So say, i say, I'm, I'm like the Wizard of Oz. I hereby declare you an expert. I'll send you a certificate, okay? <laughs> You're never right, that sounds good. Okay? That sounds good. Go ahead, good. talk That's about good. it. What, what do you see yeah, the yeah, out there? Yeah, go. absolutely. And I,
1: you know, I would say, as, as, you know, again, as someone who's, who's been in this for, for a long time, um, it's not, you know, not all that surprising, right? I, I think we... You know, I grew up in a household full of with two passionate educators.
0: You know, oh, that nice.
1: they they spent hours on the, their craft, right? They, um, but they would talk about the frustrations back then, thirty years ago, that they were facing, that they were dealing with, and and then that you know they were the ones that got me into this, and then I experienced it myself
0: um, as <laughs> a, as an
1: educator in a classroom, yep. right? And and. Yep. And so we we talk about them as being the most critical aspects, and educators being the most critical aspects of our of our society but but for for years we've dealt with a lot of the these same these same challenges um, and so I, I think it's you know the easy thing to do right now when we're in the middle of this this challenge and this crisis is to point our finger at the things that have taken place over the last few years, right? So we talk about the pandemic, we talk about um, some of the declining educators you know both coming into the profession as well as being and retaining and staying in the profession. Um, but I would also argue that these are probably the sort of the last straw, right? I mean, how long have 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 we? How how long have you been talking about things like like pay, about working mm-hmm. conditions, support? These are topics that are not new, right? And so now you compound all of that. With some of the challenges that have been faced uh, over the last few years of the pandemic, you know, the fear and anxiety that was created by the virus, the blaming of educators for the difficult learning experiences throughout, the academic challenges that they're now facing due to learning loss. I mean, you know, these are, these are, you know, these are, these are, these are difficult. Um, This is a lot. And so you know we're asking educators you know to, to to go into this this profession and and i think you know many of them are are simply either questioning whether this is the right path or questioning whether this is a path that you want to get on uh, and, and go to school to to become an educator so i think we we've, we've sort of created this uh, for many years um and now now we're we're kind of at a place where the last few years have just um, you know maybe accelerated some of these challenges. And so, you know, I think we're in a difficult situation right now. Uh, we
0: are, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, Brent, with, you know, ba- I'm a baby boomer, okay? And baby boomers are retiring, okay, or are retired, yep. all right? Now you've got Gen <laughs> X following that, okay? And Gen X is getting up to retirement age, okay? And yep. retirement age and teaching can be 50, okay? That's a pr- yep. that's a, you can actually that's right. do it then, okay? The problem is the pipeline afterwards what we're where we going to get the new teachers okay and adding to what you said a minute ago and you know just from what i hear and what i know the, the world is changing okay and the kids have changed all right they really have it's yeah. not the same kid as when we were in school okay, okay? i'm not saying good or bad yeah. but it's not the same kid all right and yeah. as a result the education has to change all right. The way the pedagogy has to change, what we teach, how we set up a curriculum, and taking care of the teachers has to change. Okay, and I right. tell you, you know this as well as I do. You know the NAEP scores came out of what a couple of months ago. I Can't remember now. Okay, and they were they were pathetic. Okay, sure. they came out at the end of the last year. They were they were pathetic. Let me make that point. Okay, and we have to. When you look at the NAEP scores, all right, you see – you can't blame teachers. It's, it's all society. It was the, the the pandemic, the learning loss. Okay, teachers did the best job they could. The superintendents, everybody did the best job they could in an unknowable situation. We didn't know where we were. It took a long time for that to settle in. Okay? But the challenge is a teacher, okay, literally as a teacher, they want kids to learn. All right. And if kids aren't learning, all right, then teachers are not going to be happy and neither will the kids, although they might suggest otherwise, the kids won't be happy either. All right? And it all has to do with how we approach the profession as as an administration. Okay? And circular argument how we teach the kids. And if we teach the kids properly, Okay, then we're going to have a lot easier time retaining teachers. They're going to be happier. Okay, it's that sort of thing. And I, I, all that said, and you are in charge of professional learning over at Learning Ally, which is a hell of a good company at learningally.org. Go into that. Talk about how important, and you do this for a living, the professional learning is in this changing, crazy environment we're in. That, to, me, to me, that is the key. You go ahead.
1: I yeah. hope I didn't steal too yeah. much of I mean, your you,
0: thunder. You know. Yeah. yeah no. You, you, you know. You, you
1: did, and you covered a lot of lot of pieces there. And I and I, I do. I want to go back to something you said earlier. Um, as I'm as I'm coming into this is is it is this there is this interesting place where educators are right now that it is um, to solve this literacy crisis isn't just about. So, foundational literacy. It's not just about the literacy skills that the, the students are, are uh, need to, to, to accomplish and overcome. It's also the, the social challenges that um, that teachers are faced with. They've got to overcome yeah. both of those yeah. on a daily basis. These kids are coming to yeah. school with a lot. Um, and, and, and so yeah. how do I, as an educator, overcome those those pieces? And so that's a lot of what our work is at Learning Ally. And Learning Ally has a long history of supporting struggling readers through our solutions yeah, and through do. some of the work that we're you doing. Do. And, and now, now it's in a place where – uh, how are we looking at when we bring literacy instruction into the classroom and support educators in in, in creating that, that opportunity and achievement for their students? You know, how are we looking at it in the entire the other entire piece? And I know you've had some other members from Learning Ally uh, here on, on your sure. show who have ta- spoken have. about the whole child uh, literacy framework, right, and, and all of the work that goes into not only those academic factors, those literacy factors, uh, and we emphasize and support uh, the science of reading and brain-based literacy instruction, um, mm-hmm. but also looking at those environmental factors that influence, you know, a student's access to literacy, a student's ability to, to develop those reading skills, as well as those cognitive variables. And so that work influences The type of support that we create uh, for educators. So, as we think about this whole conversation and tying it back to retention, Mm. it's not just about this elevation of of the educator, but it's also about providing them with the support that they they can help their students to be successful and ensuring that every educator, um, every educator has access to this type of professional learning. You know whether it's whether it's through, through partnership with with organizations like Learning Ally or they're doing it themselves, whatever it might be, but that we're making sure that these educators have access to this type of professional learning. And so so here at Learning Ally, <clears throat> our emphasis and the work that we're doing with our thought leaders and who we are working with with some of the best and the brightest, it's exciting, exciting work um, is how are we emphasizing and looking at providing access to educators, um, aligned with the science of reading um, and more importantly aligned as we as we look at it and as we talk about it uh, brain-based literacy where we're focused on this, these developmental factors that influence how a student reads as well um, in our work so you know it's really exciting and our ultimate goal at the end of the day is to bring this uh, to 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 all schools is all schools all teachers all educators have access to this type of work um, because that's the type of support that's going to allow us to overcome those challenges. You know, I talk about this quite a bit with, with our team here. Um, We may be the experts uh, in science of reading. We may have the experts uh, that we're working with in science of reading. Um, We may be the expert in in developing and and implementing professional learning, but an educator is the expert in their classroom, the expert of their Hmm. students, the expert of the resources and materials that they have. (laughs) And when you bring those two pieces together, Right. That's where the magic happens. That's how we're going to start to yeah. overcome these, these hurdles and these challenges <laughs> is by bringing those two pieces
0: together. Uh, you know, I have to say you just said when the, when the magic happens. And as far as I'm concerned, and I was a social studies teacher. Okay, As far as I'm concerned, teaching someone to read is an absolute miracle. Okay, And if you yeah. think about it, I mean, I wouldn't know how to not do natural, it. would not natural, right? Read. Yeah, it's yeah. not natural. These are marks on a piece of paper. Or on, a, on, a, on the side of a wall, or wherever these marks are, this code, okay, which yep. we call writing, okay, letters, and somehow yep. we teach a kid to form words and make sense of this. If I may, gibberish, yeah. gibberish. It's like the it's like it's, it's like when you read. When yeah. you, I don't know. Maybe you speak Arabic, but if somebody looks at Arabic and doesn't understand it, or Russian, it, it's just gibberish. Different la- different alphabet. Yeah. Okay, and of course it isn't, to, to the people who understand it. It's, to me, it's an absolute – It's a, you said where the magic happens, and as far as I'm concerned, it is magic. Okay, but I want to – and I know it isn't, which brings me to my next point. Okay? I have a degree in education. It's a BS, yeah. a Bachelor of Science. Okay? I was never taught – I, I, I was – uh, I, 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 was, I was in education school many years ago. Okay, so I was never taught any science. Okay, about education, the, the BS. I don't know why they call it a BS. Okay, all right, but they do. All right, I have. Other things, there's other things for BS, but well, that's besides <laughs> the point. Okay, so we'll just move. We'll move off of that. I know everybody's laughing yeah. out there. Okay, but my point is this: they called my degree says Bachelor of Science. You just said the word. Okay. Science, me the phrase "science of learning," and then you also said brain-based literacy, which is actually, if I may, neuroscience. Okay, right. we are at a good point, <laughs> and admittedly, we don't know everything about the brain, but we know enough that we know that learning is scientifically based. Okay, brain-based literacy is neuroscience. Science of reading. I want you to do me a favor. We bandy around these terms. I'm going to ask you to help me here. When you say science sure. of of of, of uh, reading, okay, Brent, define what you mean by that. And then when you say brain-based literacy, give us the definition of that. So that you yeah. know, it's yeah, easy definitely. to say these phrases, but it's good to have a you know. You're saying it with something in mind. Go ahead. Science yeah, of absolutely. reading and brain-based <clears throat> literacy. Go ahead. And, and I will yeah, give and, you and if I you, think you can do that. I will give you a doctorate from the University of Larry Schuler, which will arrive. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. So I've already
1: gotten a doctorate on t Doctor Hartzell. How's it sound? <laughs> do a good job, Doctor Hartzell.
0: There you go. go ahead.
1: That's that's excellent. Well, you know, and, and, uh, and I'll say this out there for those that are are, are doing the research around uh, both of these areas, members of, of the Learning Ally team, members of uh, of of universities out there that may be listening. Um, I you know I hope I do 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 your work justice. In. You're going to do great, um, but I, I know it. But I will say yeah. this: I will say this. The, the ideas and the topics of science of reading—they're um, not new, right? We've we've emphasized right. these pieces over the over the course of the last many years, um, and you know, and there's there's messaging and language that, that that's out there around them, and, and, and everybody's got a different different opinion on on this piece. Um, for us. When we talk about the science of reading, it is simply this understanding and knowledge that there is a process by which we learn to read. And there's different elements of reading that are key and critical to a student's ability to become a fluent reader, right? And so when we look at each of those different elements, um, how are we ensuring that a teacher is successful in being able to support a student, no matter where they are on that process and in that mix? Um, to, to, to to develop that that knowledge, right? So as we think about either language comprehension and a student's ability to understand the words that they're reading, or we're talking about word recognition and their ability to decipher and understand, as you said earlier, the things that are written on a page, their yeah. ability to read those words and determine those words. That's that, that process that a student goes through to develop that fluent, become a fluent reader is when we talk about science of reading. Now, as we talk about brain-based literacy and where we're where we're going and where we're charging in this conversation, um, and that's it's that's, learning that
0: that's learning ally, that's learning ally, learning brain-based literacy. Yeah, go for it. We, yeah. we we do. It's simply this understanding that a
1: student's ability to do that and to go through that process and learn within that process is is a is a brain-based neuroscience process. It's something that every it looks different for every student. Um, every student has different. Factors and variables that influence that, um, and how are we supporting that in, in for for every student? And so it's simply that that understanding and that lens uh, that we look through within the science of reading that is focused on 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 the brain based elements of of how a student does that and how that differs from student to student.
0: How do you how does Learning Ally take an educator? And educators are trained differently in each state. <laughs> okay, and it's kind yeah. of the same, but. You know, it's different in each state, different. okay? And so how do you uh, – two questions. A, how do you talk to a teacher about that and have them understand this, if I may, neuroscience, brain-based literacy, which is not easy. This is what you guys are experts at, okay? How do you do that? Yeah, it, it's – I mean, that'll you know,
1: it, my response to this is no different than influencing or supporting or driving – a behavior or a practice, in and in, and in, 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 around any topic or any subject, right? So, my expertise and background in, in professional learning. This is the work that we do. This is the work that I do, yeah, and my team does. It. Yeah. Um, right? It, it is. It is. A, it is a process, right? And and so, whenever an an individual, an educator, or a human, for that matter, is just learning a new skill or a new competency, and maybe one. That differs from maybe their current practices or their, their 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 maybe even their beliefs around certain things because you know this is literacy is a topic where there it can be polarizing right and and we'll we'll kind of stay away from that here but <laughs> but it, when you're when you're when you're moving in that direction and when you're you're supporting an educator in, in understanding something like that I think there are, there's probably a few different factors that are that are key in that process in order for it to stick in order for it to be effective right and so so one yeah is it's proving that it's it's, it's it proving that it's, it's viable proving that it's going to actually drive some sort of change is the thing that you're talking to me about or the thing that you're showing me or the thing that we're working toward um is it proven to actually work and do something right and so i think that's number one it's like you got you to sell me on this right is this car going to actually get me from point a to point b because if it's not why am i wasting my money on it um, they were wasting my time on it. or wasting my energy because we know the limited amount of time that, that the educators have uh, to do this sort of thing. So prove it to me. So I think that's number one. Number two uh, is, <clears throat> all right, you've shown me that this is something that's important and valuable. Um, now help me to do this successfully with the group of students that I have in my classroom, right? And this comes to that support piece, right? It's It's one thing for you to show me what it is it's another thing for you to help me to, to, to be able to accomplish this, this goal. So that ongoing support is a, is a huge part of, of our work and the work that, that, mm-hmm. that is, is critical to the success. So, so, you know, sit in my shoes. Come in, come into my classroom, yeah. see what I'm doing. Help me to, to kind of think about how I'm going to take this thing called science of reading and make it work for the 25, 30 students that I have in my classroom uh, right. today. Uh, to a group that, that comes to school every day with different challenges or different needs. Help me to go yeah. through that process. Um, and then I think the last piece in <clears throat> this is, this is part of this sort of pendulum swing that we try to overcome in, in education, right? It, it's important today, but it's not important tomorrow um, is, is the whole implementation factor of it you know, by and large, right? So as we think about the role of a leader in a building, you know, how are they helping to support me as I'm learning this new thing? Or we think about, um, the the time how am I getting time in my in, in my day to be able to do this um, how are we ensuring that it's you know that being implemented or or this practice or this strategy or this idea such as the science of reading or brain based literacy um, is, is is successful and then and then finally like how is it woven into the fabric of just who we are as a, as an organization as a school as a district as a you know as a classroom team a group of, of teachers, uh, how is that woven into that culture? Because that is the thing that's going to avoid it not being an important thing next week. And now all of a sudden we're focused on, on a completely different topic where last week the science yeah. of reading and brain-based literacy was important. And now next year it's something completely different. So it's got to be <clears throat> that implementation part of it is an important factor in, in ensuring it's it's part of the culture. It's part of the, the makeup of the work that we do.
0: Yeah. I, you know, Say what you just said. I lost you for a second uh it just just the idea that it's
1: that it's made up it's it's part of the fabric of the organization that it's part of of as a as a school or a district culture that that is um that implementation is key to ensuring that it it is something that is a practice that sticks with with us uh you know for years uh, down the road
0: Brett, are you there i my my phone disconnected um, for absolutely no reason. Okay, I apologize. Yep. Oh, no okay, hold on. Say what you just said in the last three minutes, because that was my fault. <clears throat> go ahead. Uh, I don't know what no, no, no
1: problem. No problem. At, yeah, no no problem at all.
0: No. I, I just, think everybody else heard to... you, but I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome yeah, to just, technology No I don't problem. Know what happened? Yeah. Go ahead. No, no problem.
1: Uh, yeah. No. Just speaking to to that last factor, <clears throat> I believe that the other. The other two I was speaking about were, were, were heard, but that last factor, which is just the implementation success of those practices, right. So if, if we have a strategy that we know is, you know, is research-based and then we have, you know, ongoing support, that last element is naturally the implementation, and the success of that, and, and ensuring that it's woven into the fabric of the culture of the school so that it's not this pendulum that, that you know, we forget about the next, you know, the next week or a year.
0: You just made the best point in the, in the world, i got to tell you, because it ha- what you guys do literally has to be woven in. It can't be one and done, okay? And you, you know this. It, what you just said is so important to woven it into the, weaving it into the fabric of the school and making this work. And on that note, what grades work best with what Learning Ally does in terms of, of, of helping kids? Where are we grade-wise? Uh, you know, first grade, second yeah. grade, third grade, that type of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I, w- I would love to say
1: that the, the, the literacy needs are, are are something that that is only you know uh, a, you know a lower grade lower grade challenge, but the, the reality is that that's not the case, right? This is a challenge that that affects K through 12, your students at across I the agree, levels and, and so. And so, you know, we we our focus and our emphasis is is that whole that whole that whole spectrum, right? K through twelve, and how are pre K through twelve, early early literacy, and, and how are Thank we you. how are we supporting no matter where 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 an, a student is or where an educator is um, on that on that spectrum, where, where how are we supporting them to be to be successful? That's key part of the work that we're doing at Learning Ally. So, you know, whether whether we're working with with the teachers that are uh, in, in pre kindergarten or, or some of our high school teachers who may be working with adolescents. Uh, to support their literacy development it's it's something that we support across
0: the board and what i say is that every teacher needs to support literacy development and i, I will readily admit that when i was a social studies teacher that never happened okay i really didn't do anything for that i just assumed the kids could read okay and if they couldn't read there was something wrong with the kid and i had didn't do anything okay and me and the math teacher and the social studies and the uh, science teachers would do anything that needs to change, okay. And I'm curious, okay, Brent. As, a, as a, I was a middle school social studies teacher for years, okay, yeah. would Learning Allies work and help me? How would I weave that into social studies? Help me out. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a
1: it's a great question, and I think it's you know we have this we have this conversation quite frequently here at Learning Ally um, around you know adolescent literacy and the development there and. And I think the the reality is is and I would you know be interested in your response to this. And when you were being trained to be a teacher, a social studies teacher, and you sort of said this earlier in the conversation, you didn't receive any professional okay. development on developing comprehension in students, right? Zero. And so zero. So there's a really there, yeah there's a really exciting opportunity there around how are we supporting students um, in content area literacy and, and focusing on those areas of science of reading which are around language comprehension so that they're identifying Absolutely. understanding within this context of social studies or mathematics or, frankly, even within ELA at high school level because that's really a constant area of focus is how are, we, you know, how are we weaving in some of these these strategies within those, those spaces. So, yeah, Learning Ally is, is an area
0: that can help. You know, and, and I hope teachers and principals and superintendents understand that. OK, there are kids, OK, that need this help all through. It's not just the early grades. You guys, by the way, are an expert in early grades. OK, I want to ask you something else. And this is has to do with And I've been on your website, learningally.org. All right. sure. Talk to me. We were very interested here, as you guys are, Learning Ally. And, and this yes. matters. Absolutely. OK, I want kids it does. across the board. I don't care if they're in the poorest <clears throat> part of the biggest city in America. Okay, or they're out in the country somewhere, like here in Maine, where I live, or right out in the country. All right, uh, every kid. Okay, there, there's got to be an equitable situation with this. Just talk about the equity side of this if it comes up.
1: Yeah, right. absolutely, it it, it does. Yeah. You know, and, and there's a lot of different places and ways that we could we we could un, un, untangle this conversation around equity, right? And, and we talk about. You know, some People of our, just, our leaders, Dr. Molly actually talks about ending, ending book deserts and, and the challenges around wow, access to, to literature, uh, in, you know, in, in some of those communities, right? So there's there's these big topics like that that are, are key to that. And from my point of view, uh, it's really about access to the same types of learning experiences for those educators um, that... Mm-hmm any teacher anywhere would have access to right so it's that equity of access to that sort of support and learning um that oftentimes can be uh can be not can cannot be made available and it's 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 you know it's in rural communities it's in it's in suburban communities it's in uh in, in communities that are in the city it's it, it's communities all over that need the same access to this type of, of support and information um and so we're not, when, we, when we talk about that and we think about that, um, a lot of our work is centered around, you know, how are we designing experiences in ways um, that can make it um, accessible and, 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 and can drive away some of those, those you know, those, those inequities that are, that are present in, in, in literacy and in, in education. Uh, and how can we do that from a professional learning organization in providing um, more attainable services like that?
0: Yeah, it's just, it's just so darn important these days. I mean, it, it just what, and I have to ask you this as we wind down here, all right? You, you, again, you're you're dealing with schools and school districts all the time, okay? You saw the NAEP scores, okay? The NAEP scores represent what, what was, so to speak, okay? As you look at everything, Brent, and you look at it from a pretty good perch, okay? What do you see for the future, okay? Where, where do you see this all going? Yeah, I,
1: I, I, what I hope and, and what, we, what we see um, is when things like this take place or when you have um, scores like that that come out, um, it provides an emphasis, right? And, 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 and all of a sudden, um, everybody's paying attention and everybody's looking at this. And, um, and so <clears throat> I, I do see this as an opportunity where there is a focus, there is a, an attention on this, um that um you know that there 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 is opportunity to, to bring more of this type of work uh to, to schools. More funding will come toward this type of work yes. um in schools. Um there's there's you know there's there's opportunity now that these sort of things these things create. Um <clears throat> but I but I do think going back to going back to the the you know the retention conversation, right? Because yeah, you know, at the end Please. of the day, we're doing we're doing great work at, at Learning Ally. There's there's others yes, you are out there that are doing great work as we are, but but at the end of the day, it boils down to that teacher in the classroom, right? That is the number one factor of a student's success is a strong teacher in the classroom, <clears throat> and so we've got work to do right now as as a society, as a, as an organization ourselves, um, to to support that, to elevate that profession, to find solution to some, solutions to some of those big challenges. We're doing that from our side, from the support that we're providing and the experiences that we're creating and the, and the, the, the resources that are being developed at Learning Ally. Um, but, but it's a bigger conversation than that, right? It's a bigger conversation than just us alone. And it, it is a partnership. And um, members of our organization talk about this quite a bit, that it is about relationship and it's about partnership. And so we have to find ways to work together to elevate this profession Bring more teachers into this profession. Um, yeah. Once they're in this profession, support them and 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 move them forward. Because you know, again, they that is the that is the number one factor. That is the thing that's going to drive drive changes. Having those skilled teachers working side by side with those students every day.
0: Yeah, you know what? It's amazing. You, you ask anyone, any politician. I'll say the people who have the money control the money from states and federal <clears throat> government, and they're all in favor of education. Oh yeah, they're all supportive. So how do we get yep. into the position we're in right now? Okay, where's that big support when it's really needed? Okay, it's always yep. a fight. All right, and uh, yep. we're going to, <laughs> we don't want to lose this fight. And I think I've got to tell you, it's companies like yours, okay, Learning Ally, that, that are making a difference out there because a lot of the things we need now, okay, to retain teachers and make them more effective were not taught to them in college. All right. Yeah. It, things have changed since they got yeah. their degree, okay, and walked across that stage. And it's companies like yours that make the difference and will make the difference, okay, in the future, Brent. Thank you. I'm sorry I lost so we'll, you for a few minutes there. Thank God we were able to get uh, back together. Okay. So I'm
1: glad we were this, as well. This is,
0: yeah, this is great, right? I
1: appreciate the time. I appreciate oh, it. A little, it's, it's great to with, talk with you, and, and uh, appreciate the work you're doing.
0: And by the way, you mentioned Molly Ness. I have a poem about Molly. Molly Ness is the best. How's that? Yes, she is. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I, I'm sure
1: she's listening, and i and i I hope so. Not. I, I will. Uh, she's definitely going to be. Uh, she is, definitely she's great. Be smiling about that one. Uh, she, yeah. Uh, uh, so we we okay. appreciate you, Larry. Thank you so much have for your time. Have
0: a good Michigan. Thank you. I appreciate you guys too. Have a good Michigander Day. Okay. Sorry about right. the lion. Let me so leave much. it at that. Sorry about the lion. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we'll leave on that note i don't know about that no actually they're going to be good next year they're going to be okay next year they're moving in the right direction okay i'll leave it at that they really are okay
1: awesome thanks Thanks so much you're a
0: good man thank you you too bye-bye brand hartzel everybody from learning ally learningally.org great company good people and caring people okay you bring them in you'll see caring you'll see people that really want to make a difference, and we'll help you along. So, again, it's learningally.org. Thank you, Brent. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. I'm Larry Jacobs, and thank you for bearing up with me in that little blip there. Everybody, have a great day.